to the Weather of the Mind podcast. I'm your host, Doug Krish. Today's episode, Practical Skill, Keeping a Notebook. The major theme would have to be notebook as a tool of mental digestion. Digestion, digestion, mental digestion, notebook as tool. So we're talking about practical approaches. We're talking about practical skills. Subtitle of the Weather of the Mind podcast is Practical Approaches to Emotional Health. And today I have three goals. I want to, uh, in the first segment, I want to review our our resolutions that we talked about a few weeks ago. See how those are going. And then I want to get to the, the, the real core part of the show, notebook as tool of mental digestion. And then we're going to talk about how to pick out a good notebook. And then we're going to call it a day. So let's jump on in. Just like the notebook itself, this podcast has got to be a joyful, inspiring resource. So we're trying to make it work for you. Let's do it. Let's review uh, a bit of what we talked about two weeks ago when we were talking about resolutions. What One thing I was suggesting was the resolution of a year is nice, but it's almost too large. So one of the best resolutions I recommend is creating a weekly ritual. And that's one reason why I want this show to be a weekly ritual. The idea is, so I grew up thinking, seize the day, seize the day. But I've kind of, as I've as I've grown up, I've kind of more of a seize the week kind of person. And seize the week is about, it's really about trying to build in rituals, build things into our week that recur and that are foundational and healthy for us. So that's, yeah, I try to make the podcast be one resource where you can take a break, catch your breath, hang out with Doug. 15, 20 minutes, reflect on life. So we're trying to create spaces of mental digestion. But like I said, just like the notebook, they have to be they have to be fun. I mean, a lot of our life is chores and work. So there's a way to make lifelong learning, self-improvement, wellness. It's a ways to make it fun, but we have to be clever. So if you think about getting a notebook and you think this is a chore, this is like school, then it probably will be. If you think, oh, I want to lose weight or exercise more, if it's just a, a horrible chore hanging over your head, you got to figure out a way to make, it, to make it fun. Join a volleyball team. Social solutions are often very helpful for people. And putting it on that weekly schedule. Like last week when we talked to, um, talked to Bob, um, Scranton Bob, he, he's excellent at joining groups and playing basketball with his pickup league one or two nights a week. And joining a singing group. I mean, he's really he's really good at just putting those things on his schedule. Okay, I digress. A lot of digression in this show. Okay, seize the week. So let's talk about some of the things we talked about, the different categories uh, for a resolution. We talked about just thinking about five or six main categories. You could add one, take one away, whatever works for you, but... Five or six main categories to check in on ourselves, you know, every week and just kind of give ourselves a little grade. So the first one is water, hydration. 
Water gets its own category because we are we're mostly water. So how are we doing? Are we are we drinking enough water? Are we you know where where are we at? What else are we drinking that's taken away from just the benefits of that pure water? Sleep. How are we doing with our sleep? Or how can we make it better? Uh, I had someone uh, write in and say, I liked your resolution show, but I need more instructions on how to get good sleep. I'm tossing and turning. How do I get good sleep? So I've been researching that a bunch this week. You know, I have my ideas, but I'm trying to supplement and seeing what's out there. So I'm putting together a practical, epi- a practical skill episode on sleep. In the short term, I would say try to create a space of calmness that buffers your sleep. Try to create a different, like when I go to sleep or when I prepare for sleep, I make, I'm like, I'm going on a eight hour, I'm going on a 10 hour vacation now. I'm going to lay in bed. I'm going to read for X number of time until I fall asleep. But it's almost like a different mindset I'm going to. All right, food. How are we doing? Are we eating with other people? Are we finding ways to invite people over or join other people for meals? Are we making that time and place for that? A big part of eating is sharing those meals. And the other part of eating is, you know, are we doing an all right job? Are we, are we taking care of ourselves? Are we eating pretty balanced meals? Hey, there's a time for, uh, for having some nice treats too. Don't get me wrong. I was at an event last night and they had a lot of great salad and chicken and I really enjoyed it and then afterward they had some amazing cake which was also delightful it's all about balance right folks okay so we're also thinking about so we got water we got sleep we're thinking about food what about exercise another thing is how do we work in exercise so it's fun or it's practical fun might be joining a class fun might be meeting your friend for a walk where you love to talk and catch up but I also think about practical. Practical is, can I walk to a store and get some of my shopping done and walk back? That's a lot of what I do for my exercise, is just try to figure out practical ways of just building an exercise into daily routine. So it's not, okay, I'm done with all my chores, now i got to exercise. How could I combine my chores and my exercise? Pretty basic stuff, but good reminders. Okay, what else are we talking about? We're talking about social relationships. How our relationships to our significant other, how our relationships to our family, to our close friends, you know, our inner circle, how our relationships at work or school. Just being aware of these relationships and thinking about, do we have some people in our lives we want to improve or repair our relationships? And how do we, how do, we do that? Just week by week, step by step. Another thing we talked about with resolutions was spiritual health. How are we finding meaning? I think spiritual health and meaning have a lot to do with with goals and, and, and personal mission statements. You know, what is what what does your life boil down to? What do you what do you move towards? What do you aim? We are what we serve, so what do what are we serving? And is are we serving what we want to serve? And how, how do we adjust that? So water, sleep, food, exercise, social relationships, spiritual health. These six or seven categories if we, if we just reflect on these once a week, I think this is a great resolution for us. And just try to improve. Remember, small improvements add up. They truly do. So when we try to look at these big, overwhelming goals, guess what? We're, we're overwhelmed by them. But if we look week to week and just look at improving, improving a little bit, a little bit better, 
I made some improvements in sleep this week. You know, I did a better job of keeping hydrated this week. These things all translate into just overall feeling good emotionally, physically. I think too often we're separating our emotional health from our physical health. But what I've learned is they're often going hand in hand. So we got to learn to just be aware and take care of ourselves. So we're good on resolutions, right? We know what we're doing. We're checking in. Kind of a nice segue into the notebook because the notebook is a great place to keep track of such things. But the notebook is also so much more. We'll be right back. I never saw the sun shining so bright. Never saw things going so right. Noticing the days hurrying by. When you're in love, my how they fly by blue day. Notebook. Notebook as therapists. Notebook as companion. Notebook as best friend. Notebook as spiritual buddy. Notebook as intermediary between us and the unknown notebook 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 notebook's gotta be it's gotta be a buddy it's gotta be a companion if your notebook is um is a chore if your notebook is something that you despise and resent because you haven't picked it up in a week this is no good your notebook has got to be a gift to yourself your notebook has to be a retreat. So a notebook is a physical object, but it's so much more. It's a space that we give to ourselves, maybe five minutes, maybe 10 minutes, maybe every day, maybe twice a week, maybe just that once a week where we give ourselves that good half hour, an hour. But the notebook is a, it's a retreat. It's a portal, but it's, an, it's a portal unlike the internet is a portal. It's a portal into our own self, into our own digestion. Like we always thinking about food and we got to keep on eating and we got to digest that food and our body's going to take the benefits of that food and share it with the rest of our body, right? But we're living and experiencing all these things. We need that place for mental digestion. And we also need that place for subconscious digestion for body and mind, which is sleep. But when we're talking about this place of mental digestion, I think the notebook is the place. So, how do we how do we decide in a good notebook? I remember my first notebook is a beautiful notebook. I believe it was a marble notebook, and with lines. And my mom, always very thoughtful and sweet, covered it with a type of pinstripe material and wrote Doug across it in this nice script and it had a little string and tied. It was very sweet and I was probably 9 or 10 years old and this is my first journal or notebook or diary, whatever you want to call it. But I think, I think it was too sweet. I think it was too, it was too special. And because of this, I think I felt like I had to I had to write really special. I had to write really yeah, real special things down in it. And I think it kind of it discouraged me. And I made also the mistake as a youngster thinking, "Oh, this is a diary and I have to write down what I do every day." So you for the first day or two you write down all this stuff. 
And then you get burnt out and a week passes. And then you say, oh my god, I have, to, I have to make up for lost time here. I have to make up for lost time. Oh, what did I do last Tuesday and Wednesday? I think this is a dreadful approach. I'm not trying to push a diary here. I don't think we need an archive of our daily activities. I think we need a place to retreat. And those secondary themes, those nutrients that come out, that to me is what's worth digesting or remembering. I don't know if notebooking is about remembering. A lot of people keep notebooks and never ever look at them. But it is kind of fascinating that the notebook is a physical object. And it might be in a, old notebooks might be in a box in our closet. And I can, if, if I want to reflect on what happened in 2007, 2007, I could look up that notebook and break it open and say, okay, yeah. And it, I don't have my daily activities, but I have a few brush strokes and a few reflections and, and, you know, and it's an amazing personal archive. But I think that's a secondary benefit. I think the true benefit is that digestion. Notebook digestion. Notebook digestion. Mental digestion. Getting those nutrients. You can tell I'm fired up. This is my sweet spot. This is what I need to be teaching and sharing. Practical skills. When I was brainstorming the podcast, I thought about the, the subtitle, Practical Approaches to Emotional Health. And I think i got to revive that and really push that going forward because I think that's what this is really about. But they got to be fun. they got to be gifts to us. And, hey, if we give gifts to ourselves that allow us to be calmer and more peaceful and good people, that's the kind of gifts that improve the world. And you don't have to go to the store. You don't have to, you know, simple gifts. Simple gifts, as the Shaker song says. Okay, so what book do we decide is a good notebook for us? So I discouraged a fancy notebook. So I rebelled against that, and I went for a straight marble notebook for a lot of years. Straight marble notebook, you know, one or two dollars. It's sturdy. It's indestructible. The pages don't fall out. I mean, these are the notebooks we give to six- and seven-year-olds when they're starting to keep a notebook. And I love that. I love that it's indestructible and I can bring it around. I can keep it in my backpack. I can bring it to me to the cafe and it's strong and it keeps together. So marble notebooks are a great choice. I received some notebooks as gifts lately and they were some of this uh, moleskin notebooks. So instead of a $2 marble notebook, I got gifted probably a $20 or $25 notebook. This moleskin and kind Really nice pages, uh, no lines, and I have to say, I think I'm a convert. And these books last me, a notebook will last me a year, year, year and a half, two years, depending on what's going on. So a $20 investment seems really uh, quite quite worth it. Now, over the years, as people know, and I'm a writer, I've, been, I've received a lot of notebooks as gifts. And uh, this is a great gift, but a lot of times I found them impractical. Either were too small or they the paper was too fancy. Like I think it's cool that people make fancy papers, but in terms of I'm kinda I look very practical and functional when it comes to the notebook. So the fancy papers with different textures and 
that to me uh, was not was not a great match. So good size, clean, crisp paper, very functional. I mean, your thoughts, your ideas, your sketches, that is the true artistry to a notebook. Um, but but I would start I would start humbly. I would start just giving yourself that space. Start with those six or seven categories. Uh, you know, the water, the food, the social relationships, the sleep. Start Make this a starting point. And just, uh, you know, if one is worth noting, freestyle with it. If you feel like uh, jotting down some cool quotes, um, that's a great thing to fill your notebook with. A, a quote here or there that you come across. Uh, upon my research and what other people are saying about journals, a lot of talk about um, gratitude. And just there is a, a benefit. Just, just taking a few moments and being thankful. Some people keep gratitude journals so they write just down uh, two or three things they're thankful for that day simple things you know hey i was sitting on a park bench and this bird landed and started you know chomping on some uh bird seed and it was the most beautiful moment of my day you know stuff like that so i think we covered a lot of good materials today we got we got the keywords digestion mental digestion notebook is tool Man, I feel a song coming on. Mental digestion, notebook is tool. Kind of like little mantra for the week. So, I think we're good for today. Today was, I'm, try, I'm still trying out different, different styles of producing and flowing with the shows. If you got any feedback, let me know. The feedback I've gotten so, more, so far has been helpful. I'm also um, planning out season two. Season 2 is going to start in the middle of February. It's going to start with a bit of a film festival where we watch a documentary every week or every other week. I'm trying to figure out the pacing on that. Um, If you want to help, uh, give me any feedback or planning. Uh, This is a community. This is a weather of the mind community here, and you are part of it. So you could always drop me a line on the website, weatherofthemind.org. And guys, keep, guys and gals, keep living and learning. Keep positive, get that notebook going, and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.